real life. We are surrounded by the idea that it's a tired life, the no time for me life, the life that chose us. We're supposed to love it, live it, and settle for it, all while being our quote unquote best selves. We feel as though we should do what everyone else thinks we should instead of being who we truly are. We all want to be the best mom, wife, employee, and we often get caught chasing the elusive perfect life. Although perfection doesn't exist, the idea that we can't or shouldn't want more for ourselves is something I'm super passionate about. I'm putting a stop to the idea that life dictates what we do instead of actually designing the life we want to live. The idea that we should accept life as it comes, living with few boundaries and no balance has to stop. I'm on a mission to help you lessen stress, overwhelm, and the guilt that weighs on you. I want you to not only live life, but actually chase your dreams because you deserve it. Let me lead you to defining the life you truly want to live instead of just accepting the one that you've been dealt. Join me in conversations about self-care, simplicity, and all things avoiding overwhelm that will lead to a life filled with more joy, time, and energy. I'm Marissa Rader, and this is The Self-Care Haven. Welcome, welcome. Today's episode is all about setting boundaries, and when I mean all, I mean all. I'm going to be giving you all of my tips and tricks and strategies for determining your boundaries, how to set them, how to keep them. It's going to be great. So stick around because this is going to be one of the best episodes yet. So let's start off by talking about what the benefits of having boundaries are. There's three main ones. It's going to give you some better self-esteem because you are going to be confident in your decisions and you're going to feel powerful, like you have control over your own life, which you should feel that way. It's also going to conserve your emotional energy and it's going to give you more independence. You're going to have more time for the things you love and value and you're going to feel great about it. But how do you get started? We're diving right in in this episode. We don't have any time to waste. So how do you get started setting boundaries? Well, the first thing that you need to do is you need to identify them. What are your boundaries going to be? Think about your family, your employers, your jobs, your volunteering, your church, your religion, whatever it is. Think about your boundaries and how you're going to set and keep them. So it's important to identify your boundaries because they are what keep you safe, both emotionally and physically. By identifying them and sharing them with others, it's going to keep you from getting hurt which in turn lessens your stress, your mental overwhelm, and all of those crazy feelings that come with when your boundaries have been negated. But here's the thing. You can't just identify them. The key is you have to identify them and then share them with others. We'll get into how to do that in a little bit here. The next thing that you have to do is give yourself permission. Your boundaries are meant to protect you. Some people will not like that you're forming and sticking to these new boundaries, but they are a no guilt zone. Once you've decided upon these boundaries, you have to tell yourself that I am not going to feel guilty about this because I am worthy of these boundaries. These boundaries are meant to keep me and my mental health safe. And if you are performing at your best, 
you have to have boundaries in place. You're not going to be able to perform in your life as your best self if you are constantly people-pleasing, breaking those boundaries that you've set. It's just not going to be a good thing. So give yourself permission to do so without guilt, okay? The next thing that you need to do is to make your self-care a priority. Part of setting solid boundaries is reserving time for yourself. In the last couple episodes, we've really taken a deeper dive into self-care. So go back and re-listen to those or listen to them for the first time if this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast. But make self-care a priority. You need to schedule time each day, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, where you can take time just for you. That might be setting yourself up for success tomorrow morning by having a great nightly routine that allows you to have your lunch prepared ahead of time and your clothes already picked out. It might be that you're going to read 10 pages in a book before you go to bed at night, or you're going to stick to your skincare routine because when you don't, you don't like the way your skin feels. That lowers your self-confidence. It sends you down into this negative spiral of self-destruction. Like Simple things like that, those are self-care. It's not just about pampering. It's about the effects that you're going to get from doing them. So the next thing or the last thing that I want to talk about for setting boundaries here is you got to start small. You don't want to have to set boundaries in every facet of your life right away. Identify the areas that are in most need of stable boundaries and start there. Name your limits, choose just one area, and even seek support from others to help you set and keep those boundaries. That's my suggestion for where to start. Okay, so I told you the first thing was is that you need to identify your boundaries. Super. How do you do it though? So there are a few steps to take in order to identify your boundaries. The first thing that you have to do is not everybody's favorite, but you have to tune into your feelings. Think about times when you felt resentment and overwhelm because those are often the first two feelings that you experience when your boundaries have been ignored. So think of previous times where you felt resentment or overwhelmed. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's with family members. Maybe if it's with friends. And then set some boundaries based on that. What caused you to feel that resentment and that overwhelm? Start there. Once you have kind of started acknowledging these two feelings, the resentment and the overwhelm, I want you to use a linear scale of one to 10. When you feel resentment or when you feel overwhelmed, give it a number. Is it a three or is it a seven? If it's a three, it might be something that you just push through. If it's a seven, you know that you need to stop, reevaluate, and maybe look at setting some boundaries in that area. The next thing that you need to do in order to identify your boundaries, if you're struggling, ask others that you look up to what boundaries they have. Find a mentor. Find someone that you look up to and ask them what their boundaries are. I used to have people come to me and ask me what my boundaries were as a teacher. I was going to be done in my classroom at 4.30 every night. That was my boundary. I was going to use my planning time effectively because that allowed me to stick to my boundary. And by asking these other people, it gives you permission to do the same. If they have a boundary that you want to set, ask them about it. Because by them doing it, you're going to be able to give yourself permission and feel less guilt right away after you've started that boundary. 
And then the last thing that I want you to do when you're identifying your boundaries is know your values. You need to know what you value, who you value, and how you want to spend your time in order to set solid boundaries that are going to actually propel you forward and not just setting boundaries to set boundaries. Okay. So if you need help finding your values, you need to check out my friend, Bethany Clemenson. She's amazing. I'm going to tag her down in the show notes. She's been on the show before. Go back and find her episode, but she is amazing at knowing and finding your values. So be sure to check her out. So now that we have learned how to identify our boundaries, maybe maybe some examples of boundaries would be the next place to venture into because when I say set boundaries, who knows what I'm talking about? It might be that my dog no longer gets to sleep on my bed, but I want to give you some solid examples that will get you started after you are on your journey to identifying your boundaries. So some of the examples that I have for you is saying yes to help. If someone offers you help, that's a boundary. Because a lot of times we say, no, no, I'm okay. Thanks for the offer. Because either whatever the the root of the reason is, but it could be as simple as you just don't trust other people to do things for you because it might not be done the right way. I totally get it. That was me a number of years ago. Not that many years ago, actually. But saying yes to help is setting a boundary. Being able to accept that help allows you to free up your mental capacity to handle other things. So saying yes is a boundary. The next thing is, is that when you're a go-getter, when you're the type of person that just gets things done and doesn't ever need anyone's help, guess what happens? People stop offering it. They think, wow, she's got this. She's amazing. She can do it all. But a boundary for you might be that you need to ask for help when you're overwhelmed or you've taken too much on, your plate is too full. It's okay to ask for help. That is a boundary. Another way to set boundaries is to delegate tasks. And these aren't your typical boundaries, and that's why we're talking about these. But for me, I I don't necessarily enjoy cleaning my house. It takes up time. I feel like I'm neglecting my kids, even though I'm not. I mean, it's good for them to see that we keep a clean house and that we value having organization because it makes us feel better in the long run, all of those things. But when I'm working all week long and my husband's working six days a week, We don't have a ton of time together as a family. And so Sundays are basically our only day. And it was spent cleaning all the time. So we delegated our cleaning. We have um, a couple women that come in every other week and help us keep our house clean. It's not a lot. It doesn't cost a lot. But we delegated that task because our boundaries were that Sundays were going to be a day where we enjoy each other. We go to church, we go out to eat, we spend time with our kids and we enjoy them. We're not doing laundry. We're not cleaning the house. We are literally spending time together. There are exceptions. Don't get me wrong. There's exceptions to everything. But by delegating that one thing of having someone come in and and clean my house, it freed up my time, my space with my family. And it's been amazing. The next thing that you need to do is to protect your time. If something is eating up your time so that you are not getting to spend time with your family, you're not 
getting to do activities that you need to to make sure that you're performing at your optimal capacity. You need to protect your time. You need to set those boundaries to say, no, I'm not going to be on that committee at work. No, I'm not going to volunteer for this right now. It's okay to protect your time. And the last example I want to give you about setting boundaries is asking for space. It is okay to ask for space. It's okay to decline an invitation. It's okay to tell a friend or family member, you know what? I have just been really struggling. Make it about you. It's not about them. But I've been really struggling lately and I just need some time. And so I'm, I'm probably not going to be, you know, sending you reels every day or on my, on Instagram. Sorry, that just popped in my head because that's what me and my friends do. <laughs> But, you know, I I might not be texting you at 11 p.m. when you are struggling with your self-doubt or your anxiety or whatever it is. I love you. I support you. But right now, for the next week or two, I'm just going to take a break from, from my phone and technology or whatever it is. Make it about you. It's not about them, okay? But it's okay to ask for space. All right. Now that we've talked about so much already. Like this is, I I should have maybe broken this down into two episodes, but I was just so excited to share it with you. And I hope that this is, this is an episode that you're going to refer back to time and time again. But I want to quickly share with you your do's and don'ts of setting boundaries. Okay. So don't feel guilty. Don't let other people dictate your boundaries and don't forget to be kind and compassionate when you're enforcing them. It's, it's very important that when you do set these boundaries that you don't do it in a rash and harsh way for others because we still need to value other people and what they're bringing to the table. And just because you are setting this boundary, it doesn't mean that you should do it in a negative way. Something that you should do is use your intuition. You need to determine your values, use your intuition, that gut feeling, and then know and accept your basic rights. But what are basic rights? All right, let's dive into it. Basic rights are that you can say no to things without guilt. Your basic right is to be treated with respect. The same goes for how you treat other people. They deserve to be treated with respect as well. You also need to accept your mistakes as learning opportunities. They are not negatives. They are not failures. They are just simply learning opportunities. Another basic right that you have is to not meet others' unrealistic expectations. There are things in life that we have to do. It's part of life. I get it. And I'm by no means telling you to stop doing the things you have to do or are required to do per your job or your prior commitments or things like that. But there are some people that will have really unrealistic expectations for you and it's okay not to meet those. As long as you know that you're showing up, you're doing your best, and you're protecting your time and your energy, that's what matters. So you can say no without guilt. You deserve to be treated with respect. Your mistakes are learning opportunities, and it's okay to not meet others' unrealistic expectations. Those are your basic rights. And by knowing those, you are going to be able to set your boundaries with a much happier and more aligned spirit than if you are believing that you're setting these boundaries and don't deserve it. But I'm here to tell you, you do. You deserve it. All right. This is the last thing that I'm going to share with you today. But what do you do when 
the time comes to enforce them. So now we know the benefits of having boundaries. We know where to start, how to identify them, all of the things. But now comes the time when you actually have to enforce them. What do we do? The first thing is, is that you have to be assertive. That doesn't mean you have to be a jerk, but be assertive. Stay calm, speak simply and directly, and state exactly what your boundary is, and then be done. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to elaborate on it. Just stay calm and speak simply and directly to the person that you're setting the boundary with. The next thing that you need to do is learn to say no. Make it about you. Be firm and direct, but be kind and courteous. My next tip, safeguard your space. Identify your spaces, whether that's at work, whether that's at home, with your family, in your volunteering, whatever that looks like. Identify your spaces Be polite, yet firm, and then stop feeling guilty for safeguarding them. And the last thing that I really want you to take away from this is get support. Find someone you look up to, ask for examples of their boundaries, and ask for help. It is okay to rely on others for certain things. That is part of setting boundaries, is asking for help. If you're a new mom and you're struggling to adjust to life with more than one kid or you are starting a new job and it's requiring a lot of time, ask for help from other people. Ask your spouse or your partner to pick up the slack in the laundry and the cleaning or the making of suppers. Ask a family friend to take your older child while you can acclimate to having this new baby at home. Ask friends and family if they could bring by meals. Maybe they will just come and hang out with you at the house. It's okay to ask for help. And most people are waiting for an invitation to help you. They don't want to intrude. They don't want to overstep. And so they're waiting for you to ask for help. And I know that sometimes it feels like you ask and and then you don't receive. And then that's kind of how this cycle began of not asking for help in the first place. But if you have firm boundaries and you have the people in your life that are giving you your basic human rights of being respected, they are going to be there for you when you need it. And that opens up whole new doors for you in your in your life, in your boundary setting experience. So I hope that you have found all of this information to be super helpful. I am here to serve you and to be there on your journey, and to be supportive. I want to support you. That is the whole reason why I show up week after week with these episodes and my knowledge, because I want to serve you. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at marissa.rader. I would love to connect with you there. If you have ideas that you want me to talk about or things that you specifically would like an episode on, send an email to me, marissa at marissarader.com. Instagram me, get a hold of me. I would love to know what you want to hear on the podcast because this is for you. I do this all for you. So have a great week. I will be here cheering you on. Be sure to tune in next week. I'm going to have a huge, huge announcement for you and the direction that the self-care haven is going. So be sure to tune in and I will be here cheering you on.
Thanks so much for hanging out with me. And just in case you didn't know, there is a community that has been created just for you. It's centered around the Self-Care Haven episodes and is designed to help you take action and implement all the goodness. I want you to be a part of it. So head on over to marissarader.com slash Facebook group. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you would like to learn more about me and how I can help you stop feeling stuck and overwhelmed and start living the life you dream of, head to marissarader.com. There's free downloads, programs, and courses to help you live your best life. I'm always cheering you on. See you next time.